0: Hey guys, what's going on? Brandon Harris here, the Tattooed Conservative. Welcome back to my Sunday night podcast, guys. It is a freaking crazy Sunday, guys. We're looking at the coronavirus. They've got a national declaration of emergency. We closed down our rally, guys. This weekend, we were supposed to be in Orland Park, and I had a few Trump supporters go out. Linda and uh, a few of my other really great guys in the area went out there today, guys, but we did call that off. Me and my team didn't end up going. Out of you know concern for safety, though we feel the left is pandering uh, really far out, guys. We just we really want to let you know that your safety is our concern, and we don't want to be utilized as a tool against the president at this point. So we did cancel the rest of the rallies, guys. Out of respect for POTUS, he called this a national emergency. It's not just the left anymore. Um, we're actually getting some bipartisan support from Trump and Pelosi. They passed just this last couple of hours, guys. Quite a few things. So what, one of the first things they passed was the coronavirus bill, allowing for tests to go to multiple states, the CDC to set up compliant regulated centers in you know multiple states. They allowed the National Guard to uh, have extra funding in total of $4 billion for essential moves across the nation, guys. And while I'm talking about that, folks, I have got a guy here for you guys today. Welcome to the Tattooed Conservative Sunday Night Show. Even with the freaking coronavirus, guys, I got this guy. He's a little nutty. He's running for Congress. Nice guy. I'm teasing. Not nutty. But uh, he came all the way out here. He is going to defeat the coronavirus. No, that's not true either. But he is a military member running for Congress. Wants to talk to you guys. I'd like to introduce my good friend, Anthony Catella. How are you doing today, sir?
1: Hello, Brandon. Nice to be here. Thank you you for having me. So, Anthony,
0: uh, you're a member of the uh, active military. So I got to ask before we start talking about your race in your district. What is your thought process being an active military member with what's going on? Have you guys been called in?
1: Well, I am a member of the Indiana Guard Reserve. I hold a commission. I'm a captain in the Indiana Guard Reserve 2nd Brigade. And our last drill was um, last month uh, at Lafayette, Indiana. We have one coming up next weekend. At, uh, so far, it's scheduled to be at uh, Camp Atterbury, uh, south of Indianapolis. And we haven't, I haven't I've been in touch with my... Uh, my, my uh, my my exo my executive officer and he uh i asked him do you think we're going to be called for any emergency eventuality in indiana and he said uh, not as yet but it, it, it could happen uh but and i don't know if we're going to still have our our big um, drill down in indianapolis or cancel it and have it less people and have it at the at the uh Drill Hall in Lafayette, so I, I don't know yet, but I'll find out by the beginning of next week.
0: As a captain in the
1: National Guard, um, have you ever seen anything like what we're facing today? Well, uh, well, again, uh, to be to be fair to the to our listeners, I'm I'm in the Indiana Guard Reserve, and it's a, it's part of the Indiana National Guard. So I'm not really in the National Guard; but I'm in the Guard Reserve. But anyway, I just want to make that clear to our our, our, our listeners. But no, I I haven't. Uh, but we always have to be ready for any eventuality. That I mean, you just never know what's going to happen uh, from day to day, year to year, week to week. You just don't know. Um, like I mean, well, like think. The last time we had an emergency like this, well, I, I always think of, and I go back to my history lessons. I think of what. Uh, I think of, say, like the Berlin crisis of 1961 or the Cuban Missile Crisis of the next year. I mean, that's a long time ago now, but that was a time of hysteria when people thought we were going to be blown up by the Reds, by the Russians. But in, in the recent past, with this respect to uh, germ warfare or, or a virus or a medical emergency, I think of, of SARS or of, uh, of the West Nile. And I don't I don't think it was. And back then, you know, we were concerned about it, but we got over it and, and we're going to get over this, too. Well, guys, I've got Anthony Catella here. We've got a minute left at this segment. We'll be
0: back for a segment here shortly for you guys, another five-minute rock and roll with Anthony. But um, Anthony is running for the 14th Congressional District. Um, Anthony, we've got voters who want to get out to the polls. What is your suggestion to voters um, getting out to the polls? And um, what is it about you? You've got 40 seconds. Give us a 40-second synopsis of why you're running.
1: Certainly. Well, let's see. I uh, i am, my name is Anthony Catella. I'm from St. Charles, Illinois. I'm running for the 14th Congressional District, the Republican nomination. I'm a citizen, soldier, statesman, man of faith, uh, duty and honor bound to uh, live a dedicated life of civil and military service to God and country. And this is uh, really not so much a campaign statement as really a manifesto of my life, what I have committed my life, my life's work to be. And I feel confident that, I am doing what, what God, uh, the, I'm, I feel confident I'm living the life that God wants me to live at this time in my life.
0: That's what I'm looking to hear, Anthony. We'll be back.
1: Hey guys, Brandon Harris, the Tattooed Conservative here,
0: back for my Sunday night episode of the Weekly Deplorable, the Tattooed Conservative. And guys, I've got with me Anthony Catella, running for 14th Congressional District. And um, Anthony, I gotta tell you, man, I've been so concerned about, you know, the Democrats' funny money. What are you thinking about that?
1: Oh, you mean the money that comes off the Clinton press?
0: Oh, yeah, man. I mean, the Clinton press, we've seen money getting funneled through the Clintons. We've seen money getting funneled through our Democrats, here in Illinois even. If you think about Madigan and what's going on with Madigan, they've got money funneling, sex scandals. What is it that you can bring to this state that a lot of these other candidates can't? You've got eight people in your race. You've got two write-ins. You've got six other candidates or five other candidates yourself. What can Anthony Catella give the people of Illinois that the other candidates cannot?
1: It's a good old, a good dose of plain old-fashioned honesty and integrity. I mean, come on. I mean, you know, we complain about dishonesty and crookedness in politics, and then you know, somebody stands up and says this isn't right and wants to offer an alternative solution. And two things happen, unfortunately: either the person becomes gets in and gets corrupt like everybody else, or the people dis dismiss this person as you know a mr smith goes to washington type and so that in itself is a problem but really i mean you just have to be honest and you know take the to take the graft out of politics is to take the money out of politics i mean we're never going to take it completely out but establish rules of honesty and decency and integrity that people follow and this is everybody generally agrees with this the problem is People have greed, particularly when they're in power and want to keep their power. Oh, you mean
0: like Mike Madigan, right?
1: This man is the dictator of Illinois. I mean, he isn't really, but in a sense he is. And I think people like him who have been in power for too much, for too long, the thing is this, I've thought of this recently, these people like Mike Madigan, the the fact is, the fact happens to be that their five minutes have long since run out. The problem is their money hasn't, and that's the problem. (laughs)
0: So, I mean, Anthony, we do uh, five-minute segments here, so I just want to make sure everybody knows every five minutes we switch a segment. We do ten in the radio show. But, guys, I got Anthony on here. We're two minutes and 14 seconds into this segment, and Anthony is talking some real talk here, guys. When you want to find a guy with integrity, I got to tease him a bit here. Anthony's probably the best-looking guy at 50 I've ever met, and uh, he looks about 22, And uh, Anthony, um, tell us a little bit about your experience, your background, what you've done in your life that uh, you feel sets you for this position.
1: Well, sure. Well, you know, I I grew up in in St. Charles, Illinois, Kane County in the district. And I went to the public schools there, then the the Catholic school, my St. Patrick's Catholic school, um, junior high. And then I went to high school in St. Charles, Valley Lutheran High School. I was a premier boys' state delegate for 1988 for uh, my American Legion Post 342 in St. Charles, Illinois, of which I am a proud member today. Then I went to Quincy College in Quincy, Illinois, and I didn't know what I really wanted to do. I wanted to study politics, history, um, or theology. I kind of did a whole bunch of those subjects, and I wound up uh, getting a degree in American Studies in 1994. But part of my studies was to be an intern for a state representative's office down in Quincy, at that time, 1993-94, and I, I interned for State Representative Art Tenhouse, and also in that office was State Senator Laura Kent Donahue, and they were great people to me. They were great mentors, and it was a great experience to be an intern at that state in that state office down in Quincy. And then, well, I had the call to be to study for the priesthood and to be a priest, but I also had this desire to serve in the military and serve our country, and I wanted to do both. But I just decided then, after college, after I graduated in 1994 to enlist in the Army, and I enlisted, and I went to the MP Corps. I was a military police soldier uh, for five years on active duty, and while I was in Germany for two of those years, I was in Operation Joint Endeavor, which was part of the the U.S. NATO-led effort to restore peace in the former Yugoslavia. And then I went back to the States and served the rest of my time on active duty at, at Fort Polk, Louisiana with the 519th MP Battalion, 258th MP Company, and then I got off active duty in October of 1999. And then I, the, the call to study for the priesthood was still with me. But so was my desire to be an Army chaplain. So I went in to study for the priesthood. And um, I studied for the priesthood. And then uh, I finally was ordained in 2010. And then I served in from 2010 to 2015. And, but then I came back home because I felt God was calling me To a different way of life. Hey,
0: guys, uh, we're going to jump right back in here shortly. Anthony, I'm so sorry to cut you off. We're coming up to the end of this segment. Guys, after these ads, we'll be back. Anthony, uh, I really do apologize for cutting you off, man. That's
1: okay. I was going winded.
0: (laughs) Oh, you're good, brother? We're going to have Anthony explain the rest in the next segment. Hey guys, Brandon Harris, the Tattooed Conservative, back on the weekly deplorable. We don't have the coronavirus over here, but we sure got Anthony Catella running 14th Congressional. Anthony left off, and I cut him off in the last segment, and I apologize for that, Mr. Catella. But you were telling us, um, you were left off in the battalion you were in. Uh, Go ahead and continue uh, giving us some history on uh, who you are and why you're great for the seat. Oh, sure.
1: Yes, well, when I I left... uh the priesthood in 2015, I came back home. I was a priest in a diocese in the, in the, down south in, in Louisiana. And I just uh, came to a parting the ways with that calling. It's uh, it just, uh, I just, well, I just felt God calling me in a different direction and, and, and events uh, helped me make that decision. Can I ask a question? Um yes. Nowadays, Anthony, and um, I, a lot of our
0: Republicans are going to want to hear your answer on this. We're uh, just a minute into this segment and I didn't yeah. to break you there, but all right. God is being ripped out of everything in this country. It off seems of statues, off of dollar bills. You have the abortion rates going through the roof. Where do you stand as a Republican
1: on God, guns, and abortion? The three hot topics. Well, yeah, they're very hot, very hot topics. Well, I'm, I'm Foursquare pro-life. I am I'm pro-Second Amendment. And I'm pro-God. I, I, I believe in, in our Heavenly, Provident Father who has blessed us with individual lives and the life of this country. And the whole world, really, he's... God is God. I believe in the Bible. I've been taught that since from a young age, and um, it, our founding fathers were God-fearing men, and they wanted a country where everybody could worship God in their own way, the freedom of religion, and that's very that's a, a fundamental cornerstone of our American Republic, and of course the right to keep and bear arms. That goes back to the days when the men who formed the state militias or the colonial militias had to have their own musket in their in their house above the fireplace to be ready to go and form the militia and defend the frontier and so that goes runs deep in American so history. So I got
0: Anthony, you yeah. just hit another point, my friend, and I gotta ask. Um today we face a lot of Second Amendment issues and you being not only, you know, a pro Second Amendment guy, but also uh, you know, a guy who's active duty technically, you did service time. Yeah. I, I personally want to believe we need, you know, private citizens should be able to own something like an AR-15. I personally believe we should be able to own our own weapons as long as we do what we got to do. And i I personally believe the Foyd card is unconstitutional, but we won't touch on that today. How do you feel? You know, are you going to stand up when you get there to Congress? Are you going to stand against the odds? Because a lot of the Republicans that, you know, you run into in your district running against you or in other districts kind of have a uh, flawed to the gun owners and, uh, the gun owners, you know, the NRA, the Illinois Rifle Association, these guys want to hear where are you going to be at when it comes time? When push comes to shove and you're in D.C., are you going to stand with the gun owners here in Illinois and in America?
1: Of course I will, because most people that own guns in this country and in this state, in this district, are good, decent, law-abiding people and are men and women of common sense, <laughs> And wouldn't do anything to destroy another person's life or property because that's the whole reason why they own their own weapons, to protect their own life and property. So why would they want to go and hurt somebody else?
0: And i got to ask again, man, Um, another thing that we run into in your district and in other districts, I mean, if, if you get to you know Congress and you're working for the Republican Party, you're working for the taxpayer, which most of uh, the people we see in these races nowadays don't see, will you stick with the taxpayers when it comes time to, you know, fight heightening taxes and adding more controls to the
1: u.s government i am for the i'm side i'm on the side of the american taxpayer because i'm one of them (laughs) and i I believe that every dollar spent by the federal government uh, in taxes the american people who pay their taxes to the governments to the federal and state governments deserve 100 cents on the dollar of every tax given but i also believe and i think it's even better that the individual taxpayer should be able to keep their own hard-earned income. And I don't think income, taxes, tax, income tax should be ab- abolished. Now, I know there's no driving groundswell for that at the present time, but I, I think that the, if the American people can have more of their hard-earned money uh, allowed to be kept in their own wallets, their own bank accounts, then the, that will, that's a key help on the road to prosperity. Uh, But however, since we don't have that completely, I do believe in tax cuts, tax breaks, because that provides, when you give more money to the individual citizen and less money to the government, how can you not have more
0: prosperity? Ah, and Anthony, I completely agree, guys. We'll be back after this segment. Anthony Catella, my special guest, thank you so much for being on. Thank you. Hey guys, Brandon here is the Tattooed Conservative, coming back to you guys, my Sunday night podcast. We're hiding out from the virus and uh, Anthony Kitella snuck over here and we got our masks. So we are doing alright over here, Anthony? Well, we're doing just fine. You think I'll be good with my uh, Trump scarf and my Trump hat?
1: That looked like a pretty good uh, personal form of, of defense against this onslaught, yes.
0: So guys, I gotta tease you. Anthony uh, told me I might have been a little extreme earlier. He, he does, You know, I had the Trump hammer. I went ahead and got the rope to tie up the liberals in case they break in and try to steal my vote. And Anthony said, uh, running for Congress, he you know, formally believes essentially that though he sticks to his values, though he sticks to his purpose, we have to work diligently to make things happen in D.C. What that means is essentially, guys, Anthony's not, from what we're understanding today on this chat, ever going to vote against the Republicans, but at the same time... Um, He has made it very clear to me in a private conversation, I'd love to bring this public, that uh, there shouldn't be hate in politics and that we should love all Americans. How do you feel about that? amen.
1: Uh, It doesn't make any sense to be a hateful person because that just destroys not the person you are against, but really destroys you. I mean, one of my, Richard Nixon, in his parting remarks to the White House staff when he left office on that day in 1974, I'm a history person, so that's how I relate to it. He said, uh, others may hate you, but those who hate you don't win unless you hate them. And then you destroy yourself. So that's what hatred is. That's why uh, we gotta stay away from it. And you know, I heard once that the name America, the name of our beloved country means lovable. So as Americans, let us love one another as fellow countrymen and women. And I think if we try that more, the more unified we're going to become and the more common ground we're going to see our feet standing upon. So guys,
0: we are two minutes in. One more segment after this with Mr. Catella. We're so lucky to have him on. And Mr. Catella. every candidate who comes on, every person who joins my podcast has to play. It's your turn. So guys, it's 13 questions in 30 seconds. We're going to start. We're going to drop drop these, and they're one-word answers, Anthony. Okay. We're going to ask you your favorite things, certain questions. You've got one-word answers, and we're going to start this here, guys. One-word answers. Oh, my goodness. Right now. Favorite color? Blue. Favorite hat? Uh, um, my army hat. Favorite uh, town? St. Charles. Favorite city? Uh, Philadelphia. Favorite sports team? Chicago Cubs. Favorite pastime hobby? Uh, reenacting. Favorite sport? Baseball, favorite football
1: team, Army, Army okay. football,
0: and uh, guys, I got one last for Anthony, and this is kind of personal. It's a it's a debate here, and we're gonna have a bit of a, a boxing match later. Favorite ice cream? Oh, chocolate. He broke my heart, guys. It's cookie dough, but that's okay. Anthony oh, too. Hey, <laughs> that's the politician, your brother. <laughs> but guys, Anthony's the straightest guy I've ever met. When it comes to running for office, I met Anthony Catella about six months ago, and I know a lot of the candidates in the 14th congressional race. Though I am not endorsing anybody, I'm very honored to have Anthony on. He is one of the most straight-laced guys you'll ever meet. Sometimes he's too clean-cut and proper. And uh, <laughs> Anthony, what do you tell people? You know, Normal citizens who see you in the suit and tie, right. me knowing you outside of it, I mean, you'll come out and work with us on the ground. Anthony is a very solid guy. He may look like the clean-cut, proper politician, but um, you're not a politician. You don't have a political background.
1: Well not well certainly I haven't held any uh, high office such as state senator or representative um, but i I got my start in politics in 2016 as a as an election judge for the primary in 20, in March 2016 and for the general in November 2016 and then that got me into uh, kane county politics I got all these flyers and in, invitations to go to to attend kane county political events Republican party events and that got me more involved and uh, and then I was uh, recommended to be the next precinct committeeman for my my precinct in St. Charles by a retiring precinct woman who knew me, actually. She was my neighbor down the street, and she was supportive of me and asked the chairman uh, to appoint me in her as, as she stepped down. And then the following spring, I ran in my first primary election in 2018, March 2018, to be an elected committeeman. And, of course, I ran unopposed because it was... It's kind of easy to run on a pose in an election like that. But I mean, that's how I got my start. Although before 2016, I was always interested as a student and as a young man. Uh, but that's, 2016 was the magic year for me where I entered to, uh, by applying to be an election judge.
0: And, Anthony, I mean, um, I got my start about 12 years ago myself. Good for you. Um, I was a committeeman, and um, I'm again on the ballot this year for a committeeman. Oh, congratulations. Oh, thank you. I uh, never do what you're doing. I think you're nuts. You're <laughs> running for one of the hardest offices in the world with 10 seconds left before we cut this segment. Now we've got six. What's the one thing you want to
1: change in the country, the biggest thing in your mind? I want to make, I want to change the country. Well, I want to make Americans uh, understand the the great gift they have for being in this country. God bless you, man. That
0: right there, guys, that's Anthony Catella. That's Sincerity. That's a real man running for office right there. And that that was the most honorable answer I think I've ever heard. And uh, we'll be back here at the next segment. Hey guys, Brandon Harris, the short guy, the weird looking guy, the tattooed guy, it's the tattooed conservative, coming back for uh, my last segment here, the Weekly Deplorable. We're on uh, the Weekly Deplorable, Freedom Movement USA radio guys, and I uh, just got to crack a joke and I'm going to let Anthony take the lead here. We have never seen such a clean cut, honest, uh, to tell would you come from, man, you're like a needle in a haystack mm-hmm. in a coronavirus war. Where 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 do we find it, Anthony Catella? I mean, we've got so many corrupt people running, and Anthony's just so darn sincere, guys. I cannot legally endorse anybody, but this guy has just got these smoothest actions, the you know cleanest cut. And what the heck are you thinking, my friend? Explain to the voters.
1: Well, let's see. I'm I'm trying to do a Capra esque version of Catella for Congress. I'm this is a another uh, this is a real world uh, filming of. Of uh Mr. Smith goes to Washington, except as Mr. Catella goes to Washington, maybe. <laughs> well, I've always uh, have I had I guess I had good examples in my life and in my uh, read of history, and I'm trying to be like those people, like like John Kennedy and Ronald Reagan, and and also a a great great uncle of mine. You know, we mentioned the year. Uh, 2016, when I got my start in politics, well, 100 years before that, in 1916, I did some family research, and I had a great, great uncle who was in politics in Chicago back in the day when Chicago was Republican and Illinois was Republican. <laughs> and he was a, an attorney, and he helped people get into the country legally. Uh, and, and he was also an award uh, alderman. Well, he ran for uh, uh, alderman. But then he also ran for Congress in 1916 for Illinois 8th Congressional District. And so I'm following in my great great uncle's footsteps and of course well he didn't win. So a hundred years later, now more than that, a hundred and five or four years later, his this great great nephew of his is uh, gonna try to write some new family history, run and win. And Anthony, um, the race you're in right now, I mean, there's been a lot of turmoil
0: with so many candidates. And um guys, if you've yet to meet Anthony Catella, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Um you guys know me, you know my background and my history. It's not perfect, but I've never met a more perfect guy for the seat, the job. Anthony, you've just got so much going for you. Um, I really appreciate Hey guys, Brandon Harris, the tattooed conservative here. Sorry we caught that last segment a little short, but uh, Anthony Catella just walked in the house, guys. We went out to the studio, we got some recording done, and uh, a voter came to meet Mr. Catella here. And uh, Melissa Pointer, who is with Freedom Movement USA, one of our Joliet locals, and a mom, is here sitting next to Mr. Catella right now. I'll get a picture to show you guys so you know it's fact. But, um, Melissa, Anthony is a pro-life, pro-gun, pro-constitution, pro-American candidate who's probably the cleanest guy I've ever met. When you're looking for a candidate running for office, what do you look for when you're looking for somebody? And, Anthony, when she uh, responds, I want you to respond off of that. Um, for one,
2: I like the pro-life. Um, I like the pro guns because I don't want someone taking my weapons away. I was raised by a marine, taught to shoot by a marine. Oh, hoorah! Exactly. <laughs> um, I want someone who's not going to lie to us. Someone who's going to do what they say when they get into office, instead of sitting back on their laurels and collecting the check. That's pretty much what I'm looking for. And Anthony, what's your
1: response to, to that, brother? That sounds to me like a reasonable request of a citizen of this great republic of ours. So you, as a you know, a
0: candidate. I mean, guys, when I talk about clean cut, you know me, you know my background, you know my history. Those of you that follow the show, all of my followers, I am by far not perfect. But when I look at candidates, guys, the first time I met Anthony, I about ran away. He is so darn clean cut and so darn honest. I'm afraid to see this man in Washington, D.C. because he's going to be the most honest politician there.
1: Mr. Smith goes to Washington. <laughs> oh, Mr. Catella goes to Washington. <laughs> you
0: guys, and um, Melissa... When you think about a candidate, um, you've met Anthony a few times, and I've known him for quite some time. When's the last time you heard of a priest with an education in public service who has been military and is the captain of the Indiana State National Guard unit that he's in?
2: I have never heard of anyone.
1: (laughs) Here I am. Anthony,
0: guys, this is just a joke, but i got to throw this out there. You ain't never got arrested for anything? Nope. No Me Too movement? Nope. You haven't embezzled? How, how do you fit into washington
1: <laughs> well that's a good question but you see there I, I i will not yield in my belief that people can can there are integrity there are people of integrity out there and uh i don't say i'm the perfect example of that as uh but we gotta try You've got to try to be honest and, and Melissa said she wants a politician that will never lie well I, I made that was one of my promises in my DuPage County Republican appearance I spoke before the DuPage County Republican Central Committee for candidates night earlier in February I looked right into the camera and I said I will never lie and not to the American people and now I'm going to look into Melissa's I will never lie to the American people to anyone good tell the truth and uh, that's you see the scripture tells us the truth will set you free so when you tell the truth you're free not only from the devil and his lies and death and deceit, but you're free in your relationships with other people because you don't have to then think, oh, I said this and it was falsehood. Now, if I say this, it might prove that I did say something that's false. That's why, and and go back to school, the true and false questions on the test. In order to say, put T in front of that statement, the whole thing had to be true. Otherwise, even if one thing was false in a statement, if one thing was false, one thing was true, you'd have to put, if you put T, you'd be marked wrong. So you'd have to put false. So it's either a true statement or a false statement. There's no two ways about it. And you guys, tell the truth or you don't.
0: Anthony, I mean, man, I, I'm i just being honest here. Guys, this guy is too clean cut for me. I like him, though, because he's a good-hearted guy. you got a lot going for you. But, guys, when I tell you clean cut, I mean Anthony literally is your ideal politician from when this nation was founded. Today's politicians are mostly corrupt, confusing, lost. This guy, I, I can't tell you more about how honest he is, how clean cut he is. I mean, Anthony shows up, spick and span every rally. He's on time for everything. I can call Anthony and tell him I'm cooking eggs at nine oh one. Anthony will be here at nine o'clock, standing at the door in a suit and tie, ready to go. And if I want to send somebody to Washington, <laughs> if I want to send somebody to represent our people, um, I couldn't think of anybody that could do what this man could do. So um I really appreciate you Anthony coming on. Melissa, I appreciate you being here. And um, I got a couple more questions uh, Melissa you wanted to ask. So go ahead and uh, ask Anthony. We've got so about 20 seconds here. Well,
2: the first one is given the church priest or minister For, former. former priest. What do you how do you feel about separation of church and state? Do you believe that the state should be run by church doctrine or vice versa?
1: Oh, well our Founding Fathers, the concept, of, the concept of the separation of church and state uh, is a big, big debate in this country today. But we, we have to understand the First Amendment states, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion. That's the separation of church and state. Nor prohibit the free exercise thereof. There's your freedom of religion. So when our Founding Fathers wrote this, they did not want to have a state-sponsored church as they had in England. Uh, Henry VIII established the Church of England in his opposition to the Roman Church. And so every Englishman had to be a member of the Church of England under the king. And our founding fathers came here and said, no, we don't want a state-run religion. And all, the sep- all that means, separate church and state, simply means there will be no state-sponsored church under the government of the United States of America. And guys, that's all it is. That's a that's a
0: nail on the head. What do you think, Melissa? I agree. I
2: mean, we got
0: time for one more question here. We're about to close the segment. Um, Melissa, what else you got for Mr. Anthony Catella?
2: This one's pretty close to my heart. Um, I actually had a conversation about it with my father today because I have a sister who suffers from opiate addiction. Where do you stand on the opiate epidemic, and what do you think, what would you say needs to be done to fix it, or what would you do to help?
1: Oh, yes. Well, it's it's a difficult problem, and we must have compassion for those who suffer from it. And show them a way to uh, get them off of this addiction, and to replace it with something healthier that will help them get back on the road to a healthy life. And and uh, that's it. I, uh, I I don't know too much about the problem, but uh, and now here we're faced with the COVID, or co- you know, COVID nineteen COVID nineteen yes. problem, and uh, so this is our our difficulty with the knowledge of good and evil in this world. But I do hope uh, your family member uh, finds uh, relief from her problem.
2: Thank you.
0: Guys, that is Anthony Catella, Melissa Pointer. If you guys haven't seen Melissa, her son is Brandon, the Kid Conservative. He is on with me at like every rally. The Kid is rocking and rolling, guys. I'm going to finish up with Anthony here, folks. And we will see you next Sunday, the Tattoo Conservative Show, every Sunday at 8 p.m., coronavirus or not, We will be wearing the hat, wearing the t-shirt, and taking pictures, folks.